Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know about hot, steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly, because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest-growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. We are on the air here with Owen Wiley from Wiley Financial Group, Inc., out of Atlanta. So I want to say good morning to Mr. Wally and thank him for being on the show with me this morning. I have, um, this this month we are covering the topic of money matters because we have realized that, I mean, who doesn't know that money matters? It does matter. Whether you have a lot of it or a little bit, trying to get some, you lost some, you want more, it, it matters. It, it matters in ways that it it, it provides for us, it, it sustains us. And so this month we're talking about all kinds of issues revolving around our money. Mr. Wiley, how long have you been doing this kind of work? Forty years. Forty years. And in your experience of of doing this, you've dealt with all kinds of clients from low-end to high-end investments, all kinds of things in that that tenure. Is that correct? That's correct. And your experience, and in your opinion, what do you think the biggest issue is with our money today? Uh, Lack of it. Uh, People are straddled with a lot of debt. Uh, The cost of living continues to increase while salaries uh, remain stagnant. So there's a a income or surplus shortage in many households. And, and just like anything else, when, when when you know that there's less coming in, we want to make sure that there's less going out, so that we can kind of offset that. And and it seems fairly easy to do. You would think people would just cut back. Well, let me turn off the cable. Let me, uh, you know, turn off some of those extra things that I'm doing. Cut down on my expenses somewhere else. Do, do you? It, although it's easily said. Is that some advice that you tell your clients? And, and if and when you do, is that something easily to follow? Well, certainly it's something that we tell the clients because in theory it's the right thing to do. However, in application it's much more difficult. It's like telling an overweight person to lose weight. In theory that's correct. But the application of it is much more difficult. And, and why why is that? Well, I think people get set in their ways and habits and um attitudes, and these things are not easily changed because they are part of us. Well, my, my mama used to say that if you want to eat, you would, you would do what you need to do. You know, so you would think that even though it's habit forming, that the, the desperation or the desire to sustain yourself 
what what caused people to want to or almost have to. I agree with what she said. You would do what you need to do, <laughs> <laughs> but you won't always do it in the right way. <laughs> people do what they need to do to eat, but as we know, that doesn't always translate into working. <laughs> now, yeah, well, now, when you when when we're talking about the, the lack of and 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 I know plenty of people who have um, had some financial adjustments to no fault of their own. You know, like you said, sometimes it's just the way the economy is and downsizing and things like that, and they've had to pick up. Uh, side jobs, and, and most times, as this human, we would think, well, if I have more time, I can make more money, and and, and, there's, and they're scrounging for more time so they can clock in and, and, and to make more money. However, personally, I, I, I my theory is different. I think that we should find a way to make our money work for us. Well, and that's true, too. Uh, we always want our money to work harder than we work. It takes both of those two things going together. But in order to have money to work for you, we're back to the surplus issue. You have to have a surplus amount. In other words, more than what you need so that you can invest it or save it or put it in a place for it to work. Many people find themselves today, uh, find it very difficult to do that. Uh, Sadly to say, the majority of the people, especially the middle class and lower middle class, Mm -hmm. their month is much longer than their money. So they're scrambling to make it. From one month to the next, and it just doesn't—it it just doesn't create a, a a a productive or healthy atmosphere to do the things that we need to do. Because we're not—we haven't talked about the the stress and the mental issue that comes along with that. Um, that can affect your personal behavior, your family relationships. And so it's a—it's a combination of things that's caused by these financial difficulties. Mm. In fact, it's one of the leading causes of divorce, as we know, or, or, or uh, um, what can I say, conflict among couples or families. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I do know that, especially when, when when we're so attached to our money in terms of allowing yes. us to define, you know, yes. to define us. And, and yes. when there is a, not a surplus, people really have a hard time. Yes. Even, yeah, divorces is is becoming easier now because but yes. you look at those who are committing suicide. Yes, you know, yes, yes. Don't want to live because of it. Yes, and all these things make it much more difficult to do the things that you need to do, i.e. get a second job, work harder, longer, whatever, because, you know, these people are not motivated or, or they're depressed or discouraged. It's, 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 it has a snowball effect. So... That's why I say it's much easier to talk about than it is to actually do it. So for for those who are who are at a place where where they can do it, and they can and they do have a surplus, what are, what are some ideas that you think is a good place to start in terms of trying to um, increase um, use that surplus to, to to make more money? Well, that's going to vary according to uh, where the person is in life and what their goals are. Uh, For an example, if my goal is to educate my children, I may invest one way. If my goal is to save for retirement, I may invest another way. If my goal is to buy a yacht or or a second home, I may invest another way. 
So it's your goals, your time horizon, and, and, and what it is you're trying to achieve that we determine the, the vehicles that you need. But I just want to backtrack for a second uh, because we talked a lot about what the difficulties are. Well, let's talk about some of the solutions. Number one, I think you need to seek out professional advice. In other words, you need a coach. You need somebody to help you. Uh, it's, it's like that weight loss again. That's why people get out of their homes and go to a Jenny Craig or a Weight Watchers or whatever the case might be because they realize they need a coach. They need help. They need encouragement. They need a place to be accountable. And that we have to do those same things in the financial world. See, all too often, people try to do it on their own without seeking out advice or seeking out support. And the problem tends to get worse when you do that rather than better. Okay. Well, I, I, uh, I, I, I actually, uh, I'm in awe because you know we we, we never think about that. You know, you never think about uh, that kind of uh, support in terms of making those changes because it does affect you. We, we generally tend to look at um, counseling when we're looking at some kind of grief or right, loss right. Of death, and not right, exactly as, as impactful as this. So I'm really uh, surprised, but thankful that that you put it out there. So that that's that's really helpful. But you you, you I want to backtrack <laughs> since you did. You backtrack okay. a bit here. Okay. Uh, you, you mentioned um, you mentioned that people could do. Um, they should look at what the what their goals are. Yes. And I, I was thinking about it, even myself. When I got to a place that I began to start making some, some decent income and I'm looking at longevity in life and what I should be doing, I was overwhelmed with trying to figure out what to do because I was thinking that I had to do all these things. You had to save for the kids. You had to save for education. And you had to save for retirement. And and then you got to pay yourself first. It, it was just crazy. It was overwhelming. And, and, but I, you, you said something that kind of moved me. Um, which tapped into like personalizing your strategy, like what it is that you want to do. Yes. Think about that. Yes. And 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 maybe just do that and not try to do spread your money over all those other areas if it's too much for you to handle. Well, you know, again, it may be possible to spread your money all those over all those areas, but how you spread it over those areas, you use different mechanisms for that. See, based on whether it's short term, long term, et cetera. So you may or may not, if, if I have 15 things I need to do, I may be only able to only do five or I may be able to only do 10. Or I may be able to do all 15, but that doesn't mean that I do all 15 the same way. So that's why it's important to know what the goal is, the duration of the goal, and what it is you're trying to achieve. That, again, will determine um, uh, uh, what mechanism you use. It's kind of like going to a, a physician uh and you discover you've got three or four different medical problems. The physician's job is to prescribe something to manage all of those together. And it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to use the same medication in all instances. Same thing is true with our finances because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make our finances healthy. And so we have to know what to prescribe. But in order to know what to prescribe, we have to know what we're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. I tell you, talking to you is like breathing. I just love it. <laughs> I like how you simplify things and just break it down. So we we, we need to know. Um, we go to them for for information to find out uh, what we need to do, and they will prescribe something. That's good. 
that's good. Now there, there are a lot of financial services out here, you know. Yes. And then and then and then we have this thing called um, this has always gotten me, uh, Primerica. Yes. Right? yes. Which is also a, a that that's a financial management company, right? Yes. Now, are you familiar with them? I'm very familiar with them. Okay, so that's is that a multi-level marketing? I'm not definitely with them. Is that a multi-level marketing place? At one time they were. I'm not sure that you would necessarily describe them as that now because they have evolved. I like to look at it this way. Um, Financial services company is no different than uh, a food industry or, uh, or a soda pop industry. You walk in and you open up the door, you'll see Coke, Coke Zero, Diet Coke, uh, Cherry Coke, uh, Pepsi, um, uh, Fanta, on down the line. But they all fall under the category of soda pops. So it just, it's a matter of which one suits your taste. And the same thing is true when you're picking a financial services provider. It's a matter of which one fits your taste. Uh, not everybody have the same taste. But the mar- what's important is that you seek out and get help someplace if you need a soda pop. Okay. So uh, you know, so so they have they they have that segment of the of the uh, population that they serve, and I think they do a good job of of of, of servicing them. Uh, the same thing is true with a New York Life or a Metropolitan or an independent like Wiley Financial. The key thing is that people need help. They need to seek out help and find somebody that fits their taste. Awesome. Well, we'll close on that, and we'll we'll close on that. Seek on help. Find out. Find help and find Mm -hmm. someone to seek your taste. That's right. Some some people love Chinese food. Some love soul food. (laughs) (laughs) But But you got to eat something. You got to eat something. Well, I thank you so much for being on You're the show welcome. and sharing that. Hopefully, it helps someone get to a healthy financial place just by hearing that, and they pick up the phone or get online and, and get the services that that they need. Absolutely. Can you leave your information, your website information? Sure, for the sure. sure. My website is www dot wiley w i l e y f i n short for financial dot com. My phone number is 678-641-3018. All right, folks, you heard it from Mr. Olin Wiley himself from Wiley Financial Group, Incorporated out of Atlanta. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're more than welcome. Have a good day. You as well. That was definitely a mouthful. How about that? You know, when you experience a cash shortage, you find yourself limited in many respects. You quickly learn the difference between essentials and luxuries. While a cash flow may not last forever, you got to manage it. You know, I think you got to manage it before you face major issues and other consequences like delinquencies, collections, and all that kinds of stuff. But really, you want to make sure that you sustain a healthy quality of life while you're going through that. And here's what I think are some ways to do that. You want to write down all your monthly expenses, whatever they are, 
Include, you know, your necessities as well as your luxuries. And get all that in one place where you can kind of see what it is that you're supposed to pay for or where your money has been going. And then you want to go through your list and eliminate what's not necessary. You know, and then you want to try to find ways to reduce expenses, you know, find other plans, things that you have, either car insurance, home insurance, health insurance, find ways to cut costs on some of those things. Sometimes we have insurance plans that may not really be working for us. We've had them for years, and we have just been paying it. But when you go back and look, you find that because you've been a, a, a lifetime customer or a loyal customer, now there are certain benefits awarded to you that may cut those costs down. So do entertain that and make those calls and, and get that information from whoever those providers are. And I honestly think that when we do this, we need to do this in the presence and in communication with those who are affected by these decisions. We see so often that people are attached to their money. They feel that because the lack of it, they feel less about themselves, especially men who are head of the household, who are providing for their families. They're not talking about these things with you know, their wives and, and even the kids. Let them know that we're, we, our budget has changed. So we have to cut back, put it out on the table so they can see. And I think that when we do things like this, it helps us to deal with, with these issues together. It's nothing worse than going through something and feeling like you are by yourself. All the weight is on you. And everyone else is running around enjoying the the false or the, or the pretense that there is a surplus and there is not, and yet you suffer from knowing that there is no more. Let your family know. Let your wives know. Let wives, if you're the breadwinner, let, let everyone know that things have changed. The budget has changed, and we need to cut back and pull it out. Okay, this is this is what we've been paying a month, five grand a month. We can't do that. We need to cut it down. Even if you don't want to reveal what your income is, and you say, okay, our our expenses are five grand a month, and we need to bring it down to three. Here is what we've been doing, and, and let the kids get involved. Maybe sometimes the kids can carpool to work to cut on gas, or all kinds of things can be done. But make it a family conversation. I hate to hear things where we are losing loved ones to all kind of issues that are because of the lack of money. We want to pull ourselves together, pull our families together, live healthier lives, and live purpose. You know, I've told that our money will be there for us. We go through changes sometimes to grow us, to grow us. Life does not happen to us. It happens for us. Sometimes we get to be better. Stop and handle it. Stop and handle it. We are the world. I was told that money will wait for you in a place called obedience. So set your plan. Deepen obedience with it. Follow through with it. Communicate these things with your family. And do the best you can do to ride out the storm. Y'all have a great weekend. You know money matters. Sing yours wisely. Right here next week. I'm talking about the story.
visit the website. 